0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, January 24th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dowling. Here's today's headlines. DWR rejects GSPs. Newsom gets $585 water ask. And foreign ag workers now face VAX mandate. DWR denies approval for groundwater plans. The Department of Water Resources has marked four groundwater sustainability plans as incomplete. DWR gave the local agencies 180 days to address the deficiencies and resubmit the plans. The four basins are the Delta Mendota Subbasin, the Cuyama Valley Basin, the Paso Robles Subbasin, and the Westside Subbasin, which was submitted by the Westlands Water District. DWR notified Westlands of the potential deficiencies in November. Westlands General Manager Tom Birmingham said, quote, we are disappointed that Westlands and DWR lack sufficient time to adequately evaluate potential modifications to the Westside GSP. Birmingham was confident the district will be able to resolve the issues within the prescribed time frame and that the actions outlined in the plan would sustain groundwater levels by 2040. These include advanced monitoring, data, metering, and groundwater recharge programs. DWR faulted the plan for not addressing subsidence issues from continued pumping with several vague, ambiguous, and incorrect statements on this. DWR is also seeking more information on potential water quality impacts. Now keep in mind, if the four groundwater agencies are unable to correct their plans within six months, the state water board will step in as the regulatory backstop for the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. The board could work with the agencies on further refining the plans or implement its own management plans for the basins. Valley lawmakers seek $585 million in water infrastructure. Ten state lawmakers representing parts of the San Joaquin Valley are urging the Newsom administration to add more long-term infrastructure investment to his budget plan. Governor Newsom's January budget proposal includes $100 million for repairing conveyance canals, the second half of a commitment in the 2021 budget. The bipartisan group of lawmakers called that just a drop in the bucket compared to what we need. They are asking for an additional $585 million to fully fund projects in partnership with the local and federal agencies. We are facing what is shaping up to be a disastrous drought, they wrote in a letter to Newsom last week. One that could dramatically affect our ability to produce at levels of food needed to adequately feed people of our state and to ensure adequate access to clean drinking water for them. The letter points out that growers have fouled 100,000 acres of rice in the Central Valley in recent years, amounting to a loss of 8,000 pounds of rice per acre. They worry this could lead to a food crisis similar to the one in 1974. With a $41 billion budget surplus, it's baffling that the state hasn't funded its full share of the three-way local, fed, and state split costs of repairs to aqueducts, roads, and bridges, Critical to the Central Valley and the state's water supply, tweeted State Water Contractors General Manager Jennifer Pierre in response to the letter. California approves commercial coverage for farms. The California Department of Insurance has approved a new rate filing for the California Fair Plan. The plan, considered the insurance of last resort, allows farmers and fire risk regions to procure insurance coverage when it's otherwise unavailable. The approval stems from SB 11 passed in 2021, which adjusted the state's insurance codes to cover farms and ranches and was championed by several farm groups. The fair plan can finalize the complex programming and testing needed to insure farm properties, which are we expect to complete by February 1, said Fair Plan President Andelise Yavon. The Fair Plan is committed to continue working as quickly as possible, so farmers who are unable to obtain property insurance from other carriers can access basic fire insurance through the Fair Plan. Vaccine mandate for Foreigners Could Challenge U.S. Farms The Biden administration is temporarily imposing a vaccine mandate on non-citizens entering the country, which could pose problems for farmers. The mandate will apply to farm workers holding H-2A visas and also to truck drivers crossing the border. Why it matters? Well, farm groups say while most workers who were here last year are likely already vaccinated, the mandate could make it harder to get new workers into the country. Although a significant number of H-2As who returned year after year, not all do. Michael Marsh, president and CEO of the National Council of Agricultural Employees, employers told AgriPulse. He says demand for H-2A workers is likely to grow sharply this year on the order of the 21 percent increase in 2021. Marsh says it's harder to get vaccinated in rural areas of some countries and some workers who got vaccines that aren't approved in the U.S. may have trouble getting revaccinated. Zippy Duvall, president of the American Farm Bureau Federation, says the mandate, quote, will limit agriculture's ability to grow safe and nutritious food. Without a robust and stable workforce, crops would be also left rotting in the fields. Keep in mind, The Department of Homeland Security decided against exempting essential travel from the mandate, citing the rapid increase of COVID-19 cases and the increasing availability of COVID-19 vaccines. GOP senators press Regan on pesticide decisions. Four Republican senators have told EPA Administrator Michael Regan they're worried about the problematic direction they say the agency is taking on pesticides. After a Zoom call with Regan last week, Kansas Senator Roger Marshall, Iowa's Chuck Grassley and Joni Ernst and Indiana's Mike Braun issued a joint statement criticizing EPA's quote, overly conservative political decision to revoke food tolerances for chlorpyrifos, as well as December's unrequired, not mandated report that documented dicamba damage complaints. They also criticized EPA's assessments of the impact of glyphosate, atrazine and simazine on endangered species, and the agency stated intention to reevaluate an aquatic plant life benchmark for triazine herbicides. If the EPA restricts some of the most widely used and basic weed and pest control products, then our food production will be set back decades and will all but eliminate agriculture's ability to store carbon in our soil, the Senators said. We don't think that EPA is sufficiently engaged with USDA, the registrants, and growers to fully understand the implications of their decisions. Here's today's He Said It. If that means beavers on crack or people chewing down the trees themselves, I don't care. That U.S. Forest Service ecologist Malcolm North telling Capitol Public Radio about new research suggesting that as much as 80% of Sierra trees must be removed to create forest resilience. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, January 24th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.